Again, non-farm payrolls coming in below expectations last month's getting revised lower as well. But we're going to dive a bit deeper into this because the employment Unemployment rate also at 3.6, down from 3.7. Participation rate, it looks like, coming in a little bit higher than expectations here. So, again, lots to break down here in terms of, uh, well, it looks like participation at 62.6 in line. But that non-farm payrolls, ladies and gentlemen, at 209,000, well below expectations. And, well, here you can see the initial reaction, too. There was a lot of uncertainty heading into this number after the stronger than expected JADP jobs were earlier this week and well it seems like markets are pretty happy with the initial look at again non-farm payrolls here in the US for the month of June coming in at 209,000 uh, 209,000 below expectations for 225 and as mentioned I think that revision to last month's what was that 339 down to 306 is probably aiding uh, the run-up here as well let's bring in Scott Bauer CEO of Prosper Trading Academy joining us this morning he He's in the hot seat. Scott, you've had a, well, a few seconds, I guess I should say, to look at the number. But uh, based on the indices, the reaction we're seeing, too, it seems like uh, investors and traders are pretty happy with this one. Well, I think after yesterday's ADP number, any, anything around expectation today would be a welcome relief yeah, for the market. Yeah, a sigh of relief. The yeah. Exactly. The fact that it's lower and the fact that we're revising May lower, yeah. to me, is a real positive for this market. And, and you know, I, I, I hate to say it, Ben, because we're in this bad news is good news, good news is bad news sort, sort of, you know, situation right now. The market should be rallying bigger on this. And I would expect as the day progresses here, we're gonna fight that 44.50. We're gonna get back some of those losses that we've seen over the last couple of weeks. The one flying the ointment, as you said here, our uh, the wages number, yeah. that, did, that did tick up. And that is something that, you know, the Fed is going to watch so closely, probably more so than what the actual number was, the 209 number. But I think all in all, especially given the week we've had, the ADP number yesterday, this is something that the market can can kind of look at and say, breathe a little sigh of relief here. Yeah, I think it is at this point, at least still, we're seeing it as a win for the Bulls in many instances, and we have yet to really reverse at this point. Um, again, the gains, I should argue, are somewhat limited. We'll see if we can add to them, but let's dive a little bit deeper into that wages component, because that's where the real concern comes into play, right? Yeah. Tight labor markets, uh, very strong conditions in terms of employment here in the U.S., sparking or reigniting thoughts that at some point we're going to have to see more incentive, more lure to get people people in and that comes from wages that comes from bonuses right for example and an uptick here uh, well uh, higher than expected 0.3 is what they were looking for uh, the average hourly earnings came in up 0.4 percent and it does look like again as much as the last non-farm payrolls number was revised lower this one got revised ever so slightly up from 0.3 to 0.4 so that could kind of balance out some of that uh, uh, easing or that pause or that sigh of release that you were talking about yeah, absolutely here. And, and, you know, when we see that uptick in, in wages there, that actually correlates directly to how strong the consumer has been. So even though, you know, inflation is still there, prices are going up, wage prices, wages also going up, albeit not as much uh, as inflation has. But to me, that's what's underlying the strong consumer here and why we continue to get very, very strong data about consumer spending, some retail sales figures and you know, that, that is a good thing. It's not a good thing for the market, per se, in terms of the Fed. 
that is a good thing. We want to see a robust economy. But, you know, th this is a number that probably makes the Fed say, all right, no different than we were just a few days ago. We're still on track. We're going to raise a quarter, you know, at the next meeting. Uh, I haven't seen the CME FedWatch tool yet to see what's going on on the further end in November, because as of yesterday, there was a 50% probability hmm. of some hike in November. I haven't seen what that is yet. We'll take a look at that in a second here. Scott, I'm noticing manufacturing payrolls coming in at 7,000. They were looking for them to come in uh, a flat, and uh, they actually did revise last month's down a little bit more, down 3,000. But let's talk a little bit further about the Fed here ultimately. I mean, now that they have this data point here on their desk, right, and uh, more information, which is what they're waiting for, they can look a little bit further out in terms of some of the inflation data due out next week. We've got, uh, again, the focal points as far as this inflation narrative just continue to keep coming absolutely and and you know for for all of the fed bashing that has been going on and yeah. you know I, I i'm i'm not a big proponent let's say but for all the fed bashing i think what this does this situation yesterday today mm -hmm. is it absolutely sets them up for the for the quarter point hike in a couple weeks the market has accepted that already but then it's what happens beyond that but it seems like we've been in this story for yeah, a, a year ben right yeah. right we, we know what's going to happen in a couple weeks but what's going to happen down yeah. down the road yeah. a little bit here so you know that that terminal rate probably has ticked up just a little bit but so far every time we've seen that the market has been unbelievably resilient. But, you know, some of the resilience, I'd argue, Scott, correct me if I'm wrong, has come from the fact that Fed Chair Jerome Powell, uh, to his credit, has telegraphed and projected much of where we are very well, right, in terms of his verbiage, the terminology, yep. his persistence in terms of the message. And I guess one could argue what we're seeing here is more uh, the shift in terms of markets trying to come to grips with what Powell has been saying for a long time. To your point, this has been, he's also been saying, look, we're data dependent, we're going to continue to be. Absolutely. And the, and that's why I said that the markets are, you know, really resilient, because if I really look at what he has said, especially recently, mm -hmm. right over the last several weeks, there's no question that he and the rest of the Fed have absolutely leaned towards the hawkish side here. And yet, you know, we're, we're fighting to get back to those to those highs that we saw, you know, up at, at the 4600 level. Right. We're only 4450. That's a big that's a big hurdle to get through. If we get through that, though, Ben, this market, it, it can really fly to 4,600 in the face of all of this, let's call it negativity on the jobs market. Absolutely. A lot of naysayers out there, and we are seeing a shift in sentiment tied to stronger uh, labor conditions here in the U.S. or resiliently strong labor conditions here in the U.S. And, Scott, correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, I mean, a lot of focus on the big seven, right, these individual names that have yep. sparked this rally. But if labor conditions remain very strong, if we don't see a spike in inflation right now, in theory, that pushes back some of those recession fears. And this rally could get a little bit more broad-based if that starts to play yep. out. No question about it. And that's what the market really needs, because I think you're starting to see those big seven calm down a little yeah, bit. Right. Definitely. We're not seeing the volatility. We're not seeing the big moves in the big seven. So it's allowing time for, you know, the rest of the market to catch up just a little bit. And you're absolutely right. I mean, we, we can you know put aside or alleviate some of these inflation concerns. And really, to me, again, if, if we can sustain through 4450, Ben, 4,600 to me is that next number.
Hearing a lot of concern about uh, mortgage rates on the rise ultimately and the constraint that puts on some of the uh, potential buyers out there, the economy in general. Talk to us real quick about, Scott, the run-up we've seen this, this week in yields, right? I mean, uh, in reaction to the ADP, I've got the 10-year, which is inching off a bit here now, still holding above 4%. The two-year still uh, right at 4.8 as we speak. So we're off the highs that we saw this week, but not by much. I mean, this is something to keep a close eye on. I've been arguing for a while it's a matter of when not if higher rates are going to present a headwind for stocks we've shrugged it off for a while now but uh with this recent spike and if it continues one could argue that that's going to be a thing of the past it, it is a matter of when you're right i mean somewhere down the road we're you know this is going to have to come home to roost yeah. unless we start seeing rates you know really back, start yeah. coming down but it, it, in terms of mortgage rate ben you know th this is crazy where we are now compared to where we were 18 months ago Absolutely. or even a year ago but but what also what i'm hearing is the reason that the housing market is just hanging in there and staying so strong is because there's a lack of inventory mm -hmm. out there mm -hmm. so pe people that are out there in the market regardless of the price level of of the homes they're looking at whether you're in the you know three to four hundred thousand dollar range the seven to eight hundred or or even above a lot of people are still paying cash so you know the the mortgage you know rate being at six six and a half almost seven percent now have not impacted this housing market as much as you would think that they have scott a final thought less than 30 seconds on this jobs report here coming in lower than expected this morning what to watch for today in reaction to i would watch for a big spike up later okay. in the day i really would uh you know unless unless you know some more content comes out some more context about some of the details in, in this number here with with the wage number here. Mm -hmm. I think, again, I think we're going to see a big sigh of relief here. And going into the weekend, I think we can see a big pop to the upside. Look at this. NASDAQ off the charts as we speak here. Scott Bauer, appreciate you joining us, CEO of Prosper Trading Academy.